Welcome to Sports Buds Hockey Podcast, where we discuss the ins and outs of all things hockey and where everyone's perspective is appreciated. Please welcome your hosts, Merrick Zemp and Colin Simpson. Hello and welcome to Sports Buds Hockey Podcast, uh, episode number 11. My name is Merrick Zemp and with me as always is Colin Simpson. How are you doing today, Simps? Doing good, Mav. Looking forward to the weekend. Oh, it's so nice to be here. Um, so today, on today's podcast, we're going to be discussing the recent playoff implications, things where they're at, what's kind of happened in the last few days here to really change up the outlook, uh, see who did what, and, and kind of where they settled because of it. So, uh, Sims, where do we want to start, east or west today? Well, we might as well go off to the Eastern Conference to start us off. A few uh, major details happened out there that set the table i guess for the playoffs and who's going to play who there were some lots of chances for movement in that scenario there were some teams that could have jumped each other and really changed how it looked one of the standouts i think for me was the fact that the hurricanes were able to hold on to their number one spot with a couple of wins the devils also got a couple wins so they were right on their tail and the big thing here is you get to dodge the rangers so you, I think Rangers are going to be quite the, you know, pick of the East. So to get away from them in the first round is pretty big for a team, especially with Carolina, who's missing their top player. So they already have enough to deal with to not face such a strong matchup in the first round. Well, it was a big deal over in the East. I mean, I think there's uh, there's a lot of talk that the East is really strong, but at the same time, I think there's a lot of teams that would uh, would really like to avoid. The, some of the other matchups and, and avoid some of those those groupings, right? I mean, the, I think the lower end isn't going to be much of a difference, but I think for Carolina, avoiding a, a Rangers or a New Jersey in the first round is a is a big deal. I, I agree. Um, as always, any chance for us to put down the Islanders is always a good chance. So uh, everybody would rather play the Islanders than the Rangers, so that's always a little bit easier for them. Uh, the other one I thought was a really big one was uh, Florida. They had a big game to play. Um, they played Carolina in the last game of the season. Uh, if they won, they were going to jump over the Islanders uh, for seventh place. Uh, they missed. They didn't. Uh, they didn't hit the hit the mark with that one. They lost, I think, five two to Carolina. But uh, that means they're they're the eighth seed, so they get to face Boston in the first round. Uh, they've got a good team, and they they should give them fits a little bit. But I think it's pretty tough for anybody to bet against Boston right now. Yeah, definitely. Looking at those two matchups, it looks like you'd either had Carolina or Boston. I'm not really sure. I'm kind of torn on that one. Obviously, Carolina seems like the team you'd rather play just because being out there's top player, you know, they're not quite firing in all cylinders. Obviously, Boston having a record season. But at the same time, sometimes you wonder, like, in the past, is there a chance that Boston's just overdone it? You know, is that the team? You have no expectations to win that series. So going into that, you kind of have the easier series to go through. So we'll see. But yeah, you're definitely right. Obviously, I think Florida, with all the stuff that was going on anyways, with you know the Kachuk stuff you're seeing about him being unhappy there and talking about a soft team, and this kind of just adds on to that fire going, you had two games to make something happen, and you let them slip away. So we'll see how that turns out, whether it was in their favor or not. They are still a good team. I mean, and... I don't know what it is. The better a team does in the regular season, the more you start to to worry about what they're going to do once playoff time comes. So they, like you said, if they already just pushed it too hard to try to get to the record, to try to beat the record, 
you know, should they have sat some of those guys? I mean, we we talked about them even earlier in the year and kind of said, you know what, they're an older team. Um, they're not likely to be able to keep this pace up. We were wrong. They, they did, in fact, keep that pace up and then some. But, yeah, did they use it all? Did they they push it all to, to get there? Uh, the other one I thought was uh, a big one was the teams that didn't make it. A um, couple of big names there, too. The, the Penguins and the Capitals. Uh, I don't remember a time when these two were both out of the playoffs. It's probably been 10, 15 years uh, for both of these guys to be out. So that's a pretty big development, too. Yeah, definitely. I think I heard on a podcast the other day that it was like 2004, 2005, last time the Penguins weren't in. It's just after Crosby and Ovechkin entered the league. So that is a huge deal. Obviously, the Capitals have been out for a little bit, but the Penguins, to be honest, surprisingly, with all that experience and talent, choked. They had their own destiny in their hands and they lost two straight at the end. And now they're not part of the postseason now. Is this the indicative of the future for these two teams? Time will tell, obviously, when we still got the other stuff chasing. But it's uh, looking like some good matchups in the East, though. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be really exciting. Uh, moving over to the West, we had uh, right at the very top, you got uh, the Vegas Golden Knights closing out strong. So what did that do for us in that that list? Yeah, that was uh, that was a good little race at the end there. I really thought the Oilers were going to pull it out. Uh, there's nothing more they could have done. Nine straight wins. Uh, Vegas just happened to do what they needed to do, get their last two wins to stave them off, which was for them massive, in my opinion, because they now face Winnipeg uh, instead of playing the Kings. And the Kings have been a very strong team. Teams have had a lot of troubles with them this year. So that gives the Oilers definitely a much tougher matchup. I agree. Even with uh, with Edmonton's you know dominance of late and how well they're doing, it was a two nothing game against LA. It was a three one game against LA. Like they weren't they weren't throwing up big numbers on them. They weren't doing all that stuff. So I think it is going to be a tough series. And I agree, Winnipeg should be a, a little bit easier target. Uh, I was really hoping, obviously, for as an Edmonton fan, that they would get into first place. But the the side note we talked about it a while ago, Vegas and LA. Uh, with Jonathan Quick being traded and then traded again to Vegas. Uh, the idea of a Vegas-LA first round was kind of exciting just to see if Quick could stand on his head and you know turn the clock back a little bit against his old team and get a little bit of uh, a little bit of revenge on him. But uh, as it is, I'm hoping that uh, I think Edmonton should continue their ways and, and go from there. So uh, the other one, obviously, as you mentioned, is uh, Winnipeg. Uh, it will be Vegas's um, first round opponent. Uh, Winnipeg just doing enough, getting the extra points near the end to to beat out Calgary. As a Flames fan, uh, how does that make you feel, Sims? To be honest, we got what we deserved. Um, unfortunately, we we did get ourselves in a situation where we had a chance to get in. We had a head to head against Winnipeg. We got the job done there. Uh, but then you played a Nashville team at the last game. Uh, yeah, they were striving to get in there as well, but you should have beat them. They got so many injuries, all young guys. And then the biggest thing for me was you lost to the Blackhawks. So when you lose to the Blackhawks with three games left and you need some wins, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. It's just the way it is. So good on the Jets. I uh, don't think they're going to get very far. in the thing Hellebuck will take them to a bit of a fight in the series. But I think uh, the Golden Knights are just too strong. And what did you think about the uh, shootout choice? I'm hearing a lot about that for the Nashville game. Yeah, I think if that's not the dagger in Sutter's cough, and I don't know what will be, um, 
it was interesting. I get I get what he's saying. You know, you scored on a guy before, but you know, if I'm playing with Wayne Gretzky and Gretzky's never shot on a guy before and I scored one goal once ever on one guy, you still put Gretzky in, not me. So I think that was a bit of a cop out. And you're I not, think Sutter's on the way out. You're not bringing up the 98 Olympics, are you? No, 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 no. Definitely not referring to that. But uh, yeah, no, I think I think that's it for Sutter. I would hope so because the teams can't sit in mediocrity this long and just sit on the outside of these playoffs. You can't be just trying to get at the last second. You need to give yourself a little bit of cushion. So, But again, the West looks like going to be good matchups again. I think it was in the Oilers and Kings last year in the first round as well. Yeah, they had a good series. Yeah. yeah, they had a really good series, so that should match up pretty well. Uh, looking forward to it. Obviously, the other part of the West is still to be determined. We've got... Uh, Colorado has to play tonight, so depending on how they do, they could leapfrog the Stars, which will then change up our matchups a little. I didn't really look to see who would they match up against. Do you know? Yeah, so uh, right now the seventh spot is taken by Seattle, so they stayed there. So then you'll have whoever wins the uh, wins the Central Division will get Seattle. The other one will play Minnesota. So if Colorado, I think if they get one point is all they need, so as long as they get it out of regulation, I think they still that's enough points. And then they'll they'll Colorado will take it, and then they'll play Seattle in the first round, and then it'll be Minnesota Dallas. If they don't, if they lose tonight, then it will be um, Dallas and Seattle, and then Minnesota and Colorado. I think Minnesota might be a bit of a dark horse in that one too. Like Colorado just found out Landeskog's not coming back. Uh, I don't know if Bakar is back. I know he wasn't there for the Oilers game the other day, so. Um, that may be something as well. If they're without those two guys, I mean, they're a lot more vulnerable than they would have been. So, yeah, that's uh, kind of scary because uh, that makes tonight's game. I didn't realize those implications. That makes tonight's game like really important. Oh, yeah. Because I, I do not want to face the wild in that first round. They are a solid team. Yeah. And talking about the Kraken, like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to diss the Kraken's great season, 46 and 28. That's an amazing season. But if you're telling me who I'm facing in the first round, I'm taking the Kraken all day long in that one. Oh, yeah. And I mean, uh, I was watching a podcast the other day, and it was just talking about the game breakers, right? And just having guys that can totally take over a game. Seattle is a solid team from one end to the other. They play well. They're well coached, all of that. But there's no game breaker the same way you've got a Kaprasov. You've got a, you know, obviously with the Oilers, with, you know, pretty much most of their top two lines, uh, all of that. I mean, it's it's a little bit different scenario playing Seattle. So I think everybody would, would like to, but I wouldn't be surprised if they could put a good, uh, a good fight into Colorado and stuff too. But I think Minnesota is a, a duffer opponent. So I guess that's a good thing is though, all three of our Canadian teams have a chance to go through the next round, which is kind of nice. Do we have a third team? I know we talked about Edmonton and, and uh, Winnipeg. I don't know who else is making it. Well, there's a token team out east that I guess oh, we have yeah. to watch just because the center of the universe is out there. So, but yeah, so there's a good chance, which would be amazing to see all three go through. Uh, yeah. I'd be quite happy if that happened, but we'll, uh, we'll dig more into that, into these playoff matchups in a future episode. For sure. And obviously we do love Toronto. They're just as great as all the other teams that aren't Alberta. And, uh, but yeah, they, it's uh, tough when you talk about, you know, things coming up the last day of the season, it's definitely not anything to do with Toronto, Tampa Bay. That was, I think about mid October, maybe early November was already decided. So we've just been waiting to count down till now. So, um, 
No, it's uh, it's going to be a really good playoffs. A lot of interesting matchups and things we haven't seen in a while, which would be nice. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, current episode and all previous episodes of Sports Buds Hockey Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Uh, or you can check us out at www.sportsbuds.com or join our Facebook group, Sports Buds Hockey Podcast. Please leave a comment. Let us know what we got right, what we got wrong. And of course, always let us know why. We love the game of hockey and there's so much to learn. It's been a great fun doing this for you guys. We will see you next time. Thank you, Sips. Thanks, Matt. Have a great weekend. You too.